All right, joining us right now is Mr. Ryan Karanjewala. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Karanjewala, for speaking to us. Eight months back, the Narcotics Control Bureau said that Aryan Khan is part of an international drug syndicate, that he will come out, he will influence, uh, you know, the, the investigation process, he will destroy uh, evidence, he will do all sorts of things, and thus he must be denied bail. At that point... Uh, you made an observation by saying, happy with the verdict, but it should have come from the Sessions Court. Mr. Karanjawala, today, eight months on, this very same investigating agency says that there is nothing on him. How do you look at this case and the role of the NCB? So, we feel vindicated, but we are not surprised. Because on day one, we had all said, that Aryan Khan was an innocent person who was being called guilty. The reason we had pointed out right in the very beginning also, if you recollect, was that this was a case where there were no drugs found on his possession. There was no medical evidence led to see, say that he had consumed any drugs. Merely because somebody else in the vicinity happened to have some drugs on him doesn't implicate Aryan Khan in any way. And it certainly doesn't bring in the doctrine of conscious possession. So we had on day one said that Aryan Khan is an innocent person. We are not surprised, but we are certainly relieved. Now, Mr. Karanjawala, I, I don't know whether you've uh, been able to access uh, or read the uh, press release by the Narcotics Control Bureau. Uh, there is para number three, and I would like to draw your attention, where it says that the SIT of the NCB carried out its investigation in an objective manner. And then they say, the touchstone of the principle of proof beyond reasonable doubt has been applied. And then they conclude, complaint against six persons is not being filed due to lack of sufficient evidence. Do you think that the touchstone of the principle of proof beyond reasonable doubt should have been applied eight months ago and not now? Yes, obviously that's what I think. Obviously that's what I think. And I don't think it's a case of uh, beyond reasonable doubt. I think this is a, or a case of insufficient evidence. I think this is a case of no evidence whatsoever. Mr. Karanjawala, where does this leave uh, investigators and investigating agencies like the Narcotics Control Bureau? Do you think that they have erred at an institutional level and not at an individual level? Well... I do feel that ultimately what they've said is correct. Mm. So while there may have been mishaps along the way and the initial error of judgment may have been there, at least ultimately we are happy that they have agreed with what we said eight months back. Mr. Karanjawala, do you feel that in most cases like these, the process itself becomes the punishment? I mean, eventually he has come out, he's cleared... But the process, do you think that the intention, the question over here is of intention, do you think the intention was to make the process the punishment? I don't know whether the intention was to make the process the punishment because frankly I can't sort of uh, conjure up what their intention was. But I definitely agree with you that in cases like this very often the process is the punishment. And I'll give you a personal example. We'd gone across after Aryan got bailed to Shahrukh Khan's house for lunch. He'd been kind enough to call me and my wife across. And we were interacting with four of the family members. That's Shahrukh, his wife Gauri, his son uh, Aryan, of course, and his uh, daughter Suhana. So 
you could see very clearly, you know, it was a longish lunch spread over two, three hours. You could see very clearly that Sharok was very much trying to be the man of the house, keeping the conversation light, trying to keep everyone at ease, and so was Aryan. But both the women were totally distraught. So, I mean, it's obviously these things take a toll and one always hopes that in such cases the process should not be the punishment but unfortunately, inevitably, very often it ends up being so. Uh, Mr. Karanjawala, what do you have to say about the whole business of using WhatsApp chats to arrive at a conclusion? I mean, there is great dispute over whether this is... Uh, this is to be treated as evidence or not. Because I remember eight months ago also, there was lots of argument that, yes, this is electronic evidence. Where do you stand on this issue? Frank frankly, WhatsApp chats being treated as evidence is a matter of great debate. But by and large, the op legal opinion is that it should, as far as possible, not be looked at. Uh, would you like to tell us why, sir? Why, why do you think that, this, that you've arrived at this legal opinion? And what do you have to say about those who say that this is electronic evidence, this is communication? Very often things are A, pulled out of context. Because very often things are said in communication which are not always the real context. So to take, and while it's okay to, you know, if you're sort of, if you're looking at somebody's WhatsApp and say, hey, yesterday you and I fixed up a movie and today you're denying that we went to a movie together, that's okay. That's one way of looking at it. But when you're looking at criminal law, a much harder yardstick has to be applied. Mr. Karanjawala, uh, there's a very important point that uh, through the course of our interview with the DG or the Director General of the Narcotics Control Bureau, uh, that important point was what exactly should be the role of the NCB? Should they be looking at, uh, you know, a few grams uh, of, of uh, drugs, should they go after individuals or should they grow, go after syndicates? Do you feel that it will serve well for an institution like NCB uh, to concentrate uh, on ending the nexus and unearthing, you know, a, a syndicate rather than going after individuals? Because that's where the problem begins. You're unearthing nothing. So why is it so why are institutions like this set up? Institutions like this are set up with one and one purpose only. That as far as possible, you try to curtail the usage of drugs in the country. Now, if you try to follow each small example of an individual who got caught with one gram on him and you used it for personal consumption, then you're not going to meet your purpose. The only, the real function of an institution like this should always be to go after the large syndicates and quash it. It's when you concentrate your effort and when you focus on what is actually needed to be done that you achieve a purpose. Otherwise, you'll just get lost in the crowd. All right, Mr. Karanjawala, thank you very much for joining us.